Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Jack Kavanagh is on the line. Jack, tell us about the issue that you had at the weekend. Hi, Andrea. How are you? Um, so at the weekend, like so many other people around the country, I was really excited to um, support Ireland um, playing France, one, one and two in the world, playing each other uh, in the World Cup year. Absolutely massive match. And I loved the game. It was remarkable. And I might just pull you back a little bit, though, mm. because back in January, I applied for tickets through the usual routes. I've been a huge rugby fan my whole life. I played since I was a kid and um, acquired an injury that resulted in me using a wheelchair now. And so um, I applied for accessible tickets, as I'd often done, and usually had very good experience. And back in January, I called. I was told there's none available. It's fully sold out. Um, But email in and we'll put you on the waiting list. So... I followed through, emailed in, um, and heard nothing back. And a number of others that I would know that would need to use an accessible seating space um, had dropped me a line over the kind of January and early February period and said, have you been having trouble getting access to tickets? And I said I shared my experience. Mm. Um, And I called again last week uh, on the off chance that there was any had become available and I was told the same thing it's oversubscribed and so I went about my day on Saturday and was just delighted to think that the stadium was going to be completely full and that as many people as possible would get to see this match uh, in person because it's an amazing experience yeah. and and anyway incredible performance and it's so important to say that as a, as a rugby fan but immediately after the match finished uh, a friend of mine who had a similar experience um, but did get tickets in the end um, sent me a number of photos and he said, look, you have a little bit more of a platform um, on Twitter than, than I do. Would you mind putting something up about this? And I was quite frustrated, I have to say, uh, when I saw the photos. And what the photos showed was that there was multiple uh, entire wheelchair sections that were empty. Um, no, uh, not just no wheelchair users in it, but many disabilities are invisible. And so there was nobody sitting in these sections. And um, Philly, who took the photos, spoke with uh, the stewards that were in the section um, that he visited and the other one that he uh, took photos of. And um, they said, look, it's often the case that there's, there's nobody in these sections. Um, now, I put the post up on Twitter, and the last thing that I want to be doing is uh, drawing criticism on on any organisation that does so much for the country. Um, and this isn't criticism. We're looking for maybe constructive solutions mm. here, so that we make sure that as many people as possible get to go to the match. This isn't about me wanting to go to the match necessarily but it is about having the stadium full for people that really want to pay yeah. to go and experience it and regardless of whether they're they're 
needing an access ticket. Or yeah, not. but and I, and I accept that it's not it's it, but the point in this case is that, and I'm actually looking at the photograph as as we talk, Jack, of um, the area, the um, the accessibility area that you're talking about, and there's there's three people sitting, there's one guy standing, and a couple of stewards um, in the background, and I think Philip uh, Philip is actually there as well. Philip, you're with us too on the line, Jack. Stay with us. Um, Philip, you were at the game, is that right? Yeah, so I was in section uh, 317 and it was yeah, and the section beside me, the whole section beside me was empty and it had been for the for uh, the games last year as well. So, And I was on the waiting list um, last year and I couldn't understand. Uh, I got tickets eventually to the games last year and I couldn't understand why this whole area was empty. And there's another area at the front of the North Stand which was fully empty as well both last year and this year and um, yeah so I just couldn't understand it then the, the only people in that area were four staff members I think from the French Rugby Union they all had the uh, the, uh, the tracksuits on um, uh, from the French Rugby Union so they're the only people in that area so yeah so I just I can't understand why, why? those and areas aren't well, used well, well, Have you had any response back um, Philip from the, the IRFU or the Aviva as to why so many wheelchair why the wheelchair accessible areas like from the photograph I'm looking you're the only person in it no sorry I'm yeah, just to clarify I'm not in that area I went into that area to take the photo so I'm okay I got you to it. so it's the exact same size 16 wheelchairs can fit in it it's the exact same size as the area I was in and it's totally empty yeah. and it was totally empty last year when I was at the Six Nations Games as well and there was a waiting list and as I said the area at the front of the North Stand which I think can cater for up to 16 wheelchairs as well was also empty so um, the IRFU came out with a statement last evening in response to Jack's tweet saying that all 320 or 224 wheelchair tickets were sold, but that they, those two areas weren't sold at all for some reason. I don't know why, but but you know, they, statistically, it's an impossibility that one whole sex, two whole sections were empty. And they're, and they're saying they've sold all the, the, uh, the tickets. Mm, 224 wheelchair accessible tickets were sold for the um, Ireland-France game over the weekend. The number of empty seats was due to people not turning up. Yeah, it's not the case. I genuinely don't, I, I don't believe that. Um, they just don't use that area. There was a cameraman right down the end of that area. Um, perhaps that's the reason why they don't use that area. And then down the front of the north stand, there seemed to be a lot of photographers in that area. Perhaps that's the reason why they don't use that area either. But both areas aren't used for wheelchair users. So, in your experience, Philip, when you go to games, in in your experience, it's often the case that any time I've been to the Aviva Stadium, and I've been to every game, to be honest, since my accident, um, as well since the Aviva Stadium's been open, that front, of, you know, the front area of the North Stand has never had anyone in it. Because um, I've always looked and, and, and can't understand why. It hasn't been used. And then any time I've been in that section that I was in, which um, is three three one six, I think, the section beside me is empty. And, I, and that's maybe three or four times. And it's always been empty, so I don't understand why. The, uh, we've reached out to the IRFU and the Aviva about this. We're, we're waiting to, to hear back from them. Um, but the point around 224, like all of the wheelchair accessible tickets, the IRFU, Jack, say they were sold. But I mean, they actually said in a previous statement there over the weekend that it's not unusual for people who've purchased all categories of tickets not to attend the fixture. Every attempt is made to reallocate seats and, you know, so that enough notice is given. Yeah, and I'm delighted that you would bring that into the conversation, Andrea, because, look, 
we all know things happen on the day sometimes um, and it's a last minute emergency or, or whatever. Uh, and they're citing that as the reason. And that would make sense to me if it was here and there, there was a couple of seats not used, uh, in, in regardless of whether it's the accessible section or not. Um, but they're particularly talking about the accessible sections here. But it makes absolutely no sense and um, it doesn't marry up with their statement as to why they would have entire block sections um, not filled by anybody. And, um, you know, when you buy an accessible ticket, just like any other ticket, you're designated a seat um, uh, in a particular section. And so having entire sections not utilized, it, it doesn't marry up with that argument. I might also say that, um, look, I was quite taken aback when I put the post up on Twitter, mm. just how how widespread um, the response was to it. Now, if you follow the thread and, and look in the comments underneath, um, you see a lot of people explaining about um, the challenges that they've had, not just this year, but over yeah. the years. Oh, I know, I, I quite received, a few. And- I received quite a few private messages as well, and, and I might just um, point to the general team of of um, a few of them. Um, trying for multiple years, no response, uh, multiple phone calls, uh, being told eventually that you were put on a waiting list and that it was sold out. And then on Friday being called um, and being offered tickets, but not just being offered tickets on Friday when the match is on Saturday, being offered a choice of multiple sections that you could choose from. Now, that doesn't marry up okay. with their statement with, yeah. either. Well, we'll we'll try and see if we can get ba- get um, get get a response, I suppose, at all actually from the Aviva or the the IRFU on that. Uh, let me bring in William Jack as well. William, is this something that you've experienced? Well, uh, my experience has been largely very good. Um, I I travelled down from Belfast to to see international and home matches in the Aviva and. With a bit of planning and a bit of forward kind of thought, I'll ping an email. In the past, I've pinged an email off to IRFU. I've had a response pretty much immediately. Either we'll let you know or yes, we do have or no, we don't have. And most of the time it is the case of yes, we do have. And then there has been a follow-up email to say, send us the money and we'll deal with your ticket. Uh, On this occasion, I... Uh, sent an email off in good time, didn't receive a response, which, well, well was maybe a wee bit of surprising. And during the la- during last week, uh, sent a, a message off just to, you know, to follow up and as a reminder, and unfortunately didn't receive any uh, response to that. So it kind of just set me thinking maybe there's been a change of kind of personnel. Maybe somebody is doing another job and somebody else has taken over and you know, there's a different regime in place. Um, I was disappointed not to be able to to get to go. I've been, yeah. I've had, you know, great experience there before. Uh, Stewarding's always very helpful. The facilities are always very good. Parking is, you know, parking's not easy, but it's accessible. Um, anyway, a wee bit disappointed, but yeah. there you go. Um, um, and I think one of the other intriguing things is that. I always meet different people there who mm. have, um, you know, who have similar circumstances to mine. We have a good old chat in the Chinwag, and 
I'm never terribly conscious of there being a lot of space, but sometimes, yes, you know, there is a, a free spot here, there and everywhere. And, you know, it does sometimes um, make me think, I wonder why. Just on the point, Philip, around actually purchasing the tickets, do, do you normally purchase them through, um, is it, is it Aviva, the Aviva itself or where do you normally buy them or the IRFU? Yeah, just to clarify, so it was 327 was the area that was totally empty. And that was the same area that was was totally empty for the Wales game that I was at last year. And I was in, in, in area 326. Just on buying the tickets, yeah, you email the IRFU, uh, similar to what the guys were saying. You email them. I emailed them a number of times. Um, didn't hear anything back, then rang them. And they said I was on a waiting list. Um, and then, yes, you usually fill a form out and you fill out what category tickets you want to, want to go to. But um, it's funny, when I rang them, they said, oh, yeah, you're on a waiting list. And I said, well, I haven't told you what games I want to go to or what category. Um, so, but that's the way it works. Yeah, then you pay you pay the IRFU. Okay. Um, well, we'll see if we can get anything back uh, by way of a statement. But I, I know that, um, I know, Jack, you were overall, you were you were disappointed to miss out at the weekend. Look, Andrea, it's really not about me. I was, fr- I was frustrated retrospectively because anybody would have lo- loved to have gone to that game. Yeah. But, but this is really about making sure that um, it's it's transparent and everybody understands the process. Okay. Um, and I would echo what William said and, and Philly said as well, that I've had amazing experiences um, uh, in the past, been to some fantastic games. But um, when you read those comments, I suppose I was a little bit taken aback. I know, at by the, the response. Of that I, have struggled. I was looking um, at them actually, and, and the number yeah. of people who've had, you know, even somewhat similar experiences as well um, at different games. Listen, Jack, thanks a million for getting in touch with us. Jack Kavanagh, Philip, and William there as well for uh, also sharing his experience. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.